haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. What evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> The shadow who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret, the hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Living Head. As the story opens, a large black sedan rolls down a back road leading into town. And suddenly, another car swings out and falls in behind the large sedan. In the first car are a man and a woman. What's the matter, honey? Why does driving make you nervous? Of course not, Colonel. Well, what car back there? Oh, well, this isn't a private road, you know. I know. But I've got the funniest feeling. I think they're following us. Oh, nonsense, honey. That movie we just saw gave you ideas. They just happen to be going our way. Maybe. They're getting closer all the time. They're just trying to pass us, Miss Wall. Kid, look out! Oh, they're running me off the road. Oh, you got it, Colonel. Yeah, that's right. Look out. Those men. They're getting out and coming back. Yeah, so I see. I have something to say to them. Oh, well, if it ain't Mr. and Mrs. Ken Martin. Well, how... How do you know my name? I got a Ouija board, cousin. Get out of there. Say, what is all this? Ken, that other man, he's got a gun. Yeah, a gun. Oh, sorry, folks. That's Loki. That gun of his has a bad habit of going off. <laughs> bad habit. Ken, please, for my sake, do what they ask. I'm waiting for you two to get out of that car. Maybe I ought to help you out. What do you want? What is all this? We want 20000 cash. Oh, you're crazy. We haven't got anything like that. You ain't looked at your bank book lately, cousin. We was figuring on holding you with security, sort of. Kidnap, was they? Marie, don't give them a penny. Oh, then you go spoiling things. I thought we was getting along so nice. Persuade them, Lou. <coughs> get him up. Drop him again. 
Oh, please, please don't hit him again. You kill him. Okay, sir. You behave and he don't have to get any more sleep. You don't? I will. I'll do anything you say. Maybe on the other hand, uh, you ought to meet Mr. Jordan. You might have a lot to come with him. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. You see, Mr. Jordan had 20 grand. He could spare two only. Besides how smart it is. In a car, lady. Oh, my husband, what about him? He's coming with us, too. I want both the United people to meet Mr. Jordan. Hello, Professor. We got company for Mr. Jordan. Good, good. He's been getting lonely lately. He'll be glad to see somebody. That's it, Mr. Glenn. This lady comes to you, Mr. Jordan. Yeah. We got our husband out in the car. He'll be staying with us for a while. Oh, for good? Depends. This is Mr. Jordan's little room, Mrs. Martin. Don't be too annoyed if he doesn't stand up when you enter. Light the candle, Professor. Certainly. There we are. Cozy little place, isn't it? I want to get out of here. Mrs. Martin, we ain't even seen Mr. Jordan yet. Jordan is alive, Mrs. Martin, and therefore he's rather sensitive. Alive? No. No, it can't be. It's a little experiment of mine, Mrs. Martin. Mr. Jordan is kept alive by means of a mechanical pump. Of course Professor, the lady ain't interested in that. Wake up, Mr. Jordan. No, no, no. Mr. Jordan. Mr. Jordan, wake up. We've got company. His eyes are open. It's impossible. I won't believe it. I won't believe it. Unfortunately, my experiments have not reached the stage where Mr. Jordan can articulate clearly. But perhaps that's just as well. After what he's been through, I don't believe his conversation would be very pleasant. Get me out of here. Please, please. I can't stand anymore. Let him go back to sleep, Professor. We'll go outside. Well, Mrs. Martin... Now that you've seen Mr. Jordan, you know what could happen to your husband. I'll pay. I'll pay anything. Only can't let him be hard. You must promise me that. Can't let him be hard. Don't be. But as long as you play ball, and as long as you remember, Mrs. Martin, that talking to cops is poison. Commissioner Ken Martin was only an acquaintance of ours, but I just wanted you to know if there's any way I can help in breaking up this rotten kidnapping racket, I'll do it. I think any decent citizen would. Well, there's nothing I'd like more than to bust this kidnapping gang wide open, but right now I am the time. Well, do you have any idea who the gang might be, Commissioner? We've had every creep and stool and mug in the city into the lineup, and we haven't had a lead yet. What about the families of the victims, Commissioner? Well, they won't tell us a thing. Somehow this gang has put something that must be even worse than the fear of death into these people. Have you talked to Mrs. Martin? And she won't say a thing. Admits her husband's missing, sure. But we can't get another peep out of her. 
Yeah. Lawton? Yeah, I know. Send him in. Here's another example, Cranston. This fellow Lawton was in a car with his partner, Marcus, when Marcus was murdered. But Lawton won't say a word. Uh, come in, Mr. Lawton. You, uh, want to see me again, Commissioner? Yes, Mr. Lawton. We need your help to break up this filter racket. You saw the man who killed your partner. You must have. You can help free the city from their terror if you'll talk. I'm sorry, Commissioner. I, I can't help you. But you must, man. We'll give you protection. Could you protect Marcus? Could you protect any of the others? So you're afraid. You'd rather let those rats go scot-free than risk your own eyes. Sorry, Commissioner. I, I can't help you. That's final, Mr. Lawton? I'm sorry, yes. Okay, that's all. See what I'm up against, Cranston? Yes, I see, Commissioner. This racket has to be smashed if the citizens themselves have to turn over every stone in town and crush what runs out from under it. Yes, but how? How? I don't know. But we'll help any way we can, Commissioner. Any way. Well, thanks, Lamont. I'll let you know if there's anything you can do. Uh, darling, we ought to be going. Yes, well, goodbye, Commissioner. Uh, goodbye. I've never seen you so wrought up about a case, Lamont. Not just a case. This whole business of kidnapping, Margot. Mm -hmm. The vilest crime in the book. Yes, it is. There was only something we could do. I think the first thing is to have a talk with Marie Martin. She didn't talk to the police and she may not talk to us. But she just might give us some kind of a lead. I know you're trying to help me, Mr. Hudson. But I have nothing to tell you. But Ken would want you to help stamp out this racket, Mrs. Martin. Please leave me alone. You can't help. Oh, Lamar, no, maybe no, 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 no. The police will protect you, Mrs. Martin. Protect Against being killed for me. There are worse things than dying. Uh, worse than dying? Yes. Wanting to die. And not being able to. Please don't let it be enough. I said more than You've got to tell us more, Mrs. Martin. Have you ever heard of, of the living head? The what? What is it, Mr. Martin? No, no. No, I can't tell you. I won't tell. I won't. Ken? This is Loki, boss. You're supposed to be watching the Martin Day's place, Loki. I am, boss. But something's happened. What's happened? Mrs. Martin had some guy on a day visit in a day. They tried to feed a birdseed. He's saying? Not a jerk. Who's the company? Same name of Margo Lane. Got an apartment at the Dexter Arms. Nice work, Lucky. Now what, boss? You pay a social call on this lane, Lucky. When, boss? Tonight. Meet Jimmy in the back way and be waiting in her apartment when she gets home. When she opens the door, Bob. Maybe we can discourage him from being too nosy. Well, here you are, Margot. Delivered right to your doorstep. <laughs> Don't you want to come in for a minute, darling? No, I'd better not. Thanks, just the same. You're worried about the kidnapping, don't you? Yes, Margot. I'm afraid Weston's right. Mm. None of the victims is going to talk. Mrs. Martin sounded more than afraid. Yes. Afraid of something worse than death. Yes, I... Well, let me have your key, darling. Oh. Here. Probably she was more afraid for her husband than for herself. That's kidnapped the strongest weapon. 
fact that people who do anything to protect loved ones from harm. He's stuck. Oh, there we are. Good. Come on in for a minute. It'll help maybe if we talk the thing out. I'll make you some coffee. Uh, I shouldn't, but I guess a few minutes won't hurt us. Of course it won't. Wait a second. What's that? Oh, that's a silly guy. There's nobody home. Probably just my imagination. No, Margot, I've been choking. Choke it up. We got your boyfriend covered. You kick up and he gets it. Ain't fair, but that's life. What do you want? That's funny, cousin, because me and my friend Lucy here wanted to ask you the same question. What are you talking about? You and the sleeping beauty have been trying to pump the Martin dame. Why? What's it to you? I don't know what you mean. Okay. We'll keep a score on your boyfriend. Get him up, Lucy. No! No, no, please, you can't. Stir him up a little with your toes. Yeah. Oh, no. Get up, mister. Grab that drain, Luke. You got two hands, ain't you? Look, Luke, I said hold the drain. That's right. Ah, she's wiggling. There. Now she's pretty quiet. Get the boyfriend up on his feet. Okay. There you are. Bring him a little more to the right, Lucy. That's right. Now hold him. Keep him up, Luke. I really give him something to remember. It's all right. They say that misery loves company. But wouldn't misery a lot rather have some honest-to-goodness relief? Now, folks, anytime you are burdened down with the usual miseries of a cold, there's relief waiting for you at your druggist, under the name of Grove Cold Tablets. What a medicine it is. A multiple medicine, compounded like a doctor's prescription. Here's no mere headache tablet, but a combination of eight active ingredients. Yes, eight medicinal ingredients that'll take right hold and work internally on all these usual cold miseries at once. I mean, they help reduce fever, relieve headaches, alleviate body aches and pains, reduce nasal stuffiness, it's no wonder that millions of cold sufferers have turned to grow for cold relief for 51 years. Of course, rest and avoid exposure. But be sure you insist on the genuine Grove cold tablets and take exactly as directed. Look for the Grove signature on the box because G-R-O-V-E spells relief from cold miseries. And now, back to the shadow. <laughs> kidnapping ring, are ambushed by the gangsters in Margot's apartment and are viciously beaten. The gangsters manage to slip out the back way when they hear a pounding on the door. Miss Lane! It's Sweeney, the janitor! Miss Lane! Miss Lane! Oh, good heavens! Oh, what's oh. happening? Oh, oh, Lamont. It's Lamont. It's... Mr. Cranston. He's... There he is on the floor. He's... Oh, he's been beaten. Bad. What's happened? Gangsters. They were in my apartment when we got here. Mr. Sweeney, would you get some water, please? Sure thing, Mr. Lee. Lamont. Lamont. 
tomorrow, maybe. That's the boss. Oh, I'll get in on this side to keep you warm, Lord, and you must be cold. You're shivering. Ready, boss? Yeah, look. Let's go. Open up, Professor. It's us. Just a minute. Well, well, what's this? New material, Professor. Here's a boy going to the <laughs> head of his class. <laughs> That's a pretty good, boy. Get him inside. Oh, don't <laughs> Take him into Mr. Jordan. He'll be glad to see him. Very well. Mr. Jordan's been awfully rich. Take the cover off, Professor. Very well. There. So let me out of here. Let me out. I can't look. I can't. Don't mark up his face, Luke. You will be needing it. Mr. Jordan will be glad to know that. This is Lorden, Mr. Jordan. He's come to relieve you. Tonight you can arrest. You hear that, Mr. Jordan? Poor Mr. Jordan has waited so long to die. So long. Let me out of here. Hold them, Loki. I thought I told you to close the door when you came in, Loki. I did, boss. The wind must open. Well, Professor, how do you like the new subject? <laughs> Good, Ed. It will be interesting to work with. When do we perform the operation? Oh, fool, let me go now, Professor. I'll tell. I've got the money. I... Don't worry, Lawton. They're not going to take your head. Boss, <laughs> listen to Mr. Jordan. He's talking. What's the idea, Professor? I, I didn't hurt anything to do with that, Rocco. Maybe it's time for me to have my revenge on you, Rocco. Shut the head up, Professor. I can't. I'll shut it up. <laughs> <laughs> you should know you can't kill the living head, Rocco. It's incredible. Incredible. Rocco, I'm getting out of here. Nobody gets out of here, Lukey. Who are you? You're not the head. Who are you? I'm the shadow. I've come to take vengeance. Put up that gun, Rocco. I'll kill you, Professor. This is a frame. No, no, Rocco, don't. I said put up that gun, Rocco. What was that? Something knocked the gun out of my hand. Hop it. Let's get out of here. Don't move. Grab that gun on the floor, Lawton. Keep them here till the police arrive. It wouldn't do to have the police find the shadow here. <laughs> uh, whatever it was, it's gone. What are you waiting for, Luke? Huh? What do you mean? You need a blueprint? You got a rod. Take them. Shut up, you. Don't move your hand any closer to that pocket, Lukey. Take him, I told you. Keep away from that gun, Lukey. Well, you've just talked your gunsel into suicide, Rocco. Now, maybe you'd like to try something. All right, take him down, man. Take him down. Oh, it's you, Lawton. What is all this? Oh, here are your kidnappers, Commissioner Weston. This one's the leader of the gang. That one was the strong-arm man. And over there's the professor, head of the terror department. Oh, well... I had you all wrong, Lawton. I thought you were scared. Breaking up this gang single-handed took plenty of courage. To tell you the truth, Commissioner, it wasn't exactly single-handed. Now that Ken Martin's safe, Margot, and the gang's completely broken up, it looks as if Rocco is going to get a speedy trial. I certainly hope so. But you know, Lamont, there's still one thing you've never explained. That horrible living head. What was that? Well, the kidnappers preyed on the minds of their victims with a hoax that was based on scientific facts. They made them believe they'd been able to keep the head of one of their victims alive. How awful. Of course, Russian scientists have been able to keep a dog's head alive. 
After my talk with Dr. Rosinoff, I knew they couldn't do it with a human head. But, darling, they saw it move. They said it was alive. A half-light of the hideout, it did look alive, Margot. But it was actually only a very realistic wax imitation, adroitly manipulated by the man known as the Professor. What a cruel, terrible trick. Well, it's typical of the kind of men who kidnap. The state isn't going to get much clemency to killers like that. When Rocco and his gang do come to trial, Margot, you and I are going to be right in the front row of that courtroom. Rocco Vitale, in accordance with the verdict reached by the jury, I hereby sentence you to die in the electric chair at the state penitentiary. And may God have mercy on your soul. Vitale was pronounced dead at 12.37 this morning, according to this paper, Margot. And I just hope that every rotten, murdering gangster who even contemplates kidnapping will get the same kind of swift, sure justice. copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications Incorporated. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Again next week, the shadow will demonstrate that the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.